Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 107 of the Eve's Drop podcast. We have a man, Tommy Zuma. Last time you were here was six months ago. Yep. Uh, as I said, like everybody's uh, projection of your trajectory as to where you were going to be by the time you went full time uh, is exactly where you're at. I think better because I didn't th- like I knew that, it, that you were going to fucking pop off, but not mm-hmm. at the level that you're popping off right now. How yeah. does that feel? Dude, it happened really, really fast, yeah. you know? So it was kind of overwhelming at first. Like, at first I was like, oh, my God, like, don't let up. Stay consistent. I feel like right now, like, consistency is, like, the key. Yeah. You know? So um, it was definitely overwhelming. But I'm getting used to it now. Yeah. I just feel like getting into, like, a, a better schedule is, like, a, it's just a different lifestyle from competing, yeah. you know? And that's all I did for, what, 10 years? Yeah. So I'm like... I mean, you know, the, the, the regimented discipline that you have to have to be a competitive Call of Duty pro player is mm-hmm. is definitely one that needs to be admired because it's not just you; it's you plus five more people, whether right. it's your teammates, your coaching staff, whatever. Like that all goes into how difficult it is to really keep up with something like that. Mm-hmm. Content, however, as strict and regimented and disciplined as, as it also is, you're only worried about yourself and and you know bending maybe right as 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 the other one. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely like tough also, right? It's mm-hmm. not something that that like at least with competition, you are there and you're gonna give it your all with your devices. With content, you're relying on on people continuously showing up for it. Yeah, right. Bro, that's right. so insane. Yeah, that's so insane. And that, and that's the thing too is you never know how many people are gonna join up in the stream. You never know you know what your next day is gonna look like and. Sometimes it's a good it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a good day. Sometimes yeah. it's a bad day. I think you just can't let the bad days get to you. Like, well, I think you what just, are bad days for you nowadays, right? Like, they're not really. None, really. Not, not. I, I think when I first started, I had bad days. Yeah. Um, but now I just feel like we're getting into a rhythm now, you know? Yeah. So I mean, Roster Mania helps, right? Yeah, the Roster Mania helps. But, hey, it's not even... Like, you know what's you know what's killing it right now is the GTA streams. Yeah? Those are killing it right Hell now. Hell yeah. Um, but Ross helps. I think drama always helps a little bit. Oh, yeah. But that was one thing I, t- I told Ben. I was like, I don't want to be like a Keemstar show. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had that. I just wanted to talk COD. Yeah, like, yeah. I just wanted to bring people on, talk about COD, like talk about the matches. I'm sure people are like, you know, the drama helps you, this and that. And, and sure, it definitely does. Yeah, but it's not. You, you were you were doing this before, like, Roster Mania. So, right. like, they can't just attribute what it is. Yeah, honestly, it just kind of makes me a little uncomfortable. Like, I just Wait, what, what part? Just like when players come on, they start drama. Like, I don't want players to feel like when I ask them to come on that I'm looking for, like, drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Do you tell them that? No. Well, I talked to... <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there was one guy I talked to. I mean, I don't want to mention any names. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I Because, uh, you know, I keep it private. But um, I definitely talked to some people because drama happens after the show from something they said. Ooh. And I'm just like, you know, I say something to them. I was like, you, you know, like, I don't want you to feel like you can't come on because you know i'm just looking for drama because it can just be like a question ben asked leaded to something yeah you know because you um, never know what they're gonna say right yeah right you don't know you can't control what people say so sometimes i get a, uh, you know i get a little anxious because i don't want people to feel like i'm using them for drama yeah 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 uh, but this also like uh <laughs> like part of the show and it's not like these are like young impressionable kids that you're bringing on these are professional call of duty players right. Right, right. that have been through a certain level of uh, uh, of of contracts and understanding mm-hmm. of what business is and exactly, how it works. Yeah. Not only that, but the amount of training that everybody in this space has had over the last decade as to how to act in front of the camera. Like mm-hmm. you can't, 
expect to babysit fucking everyone, right? Mm -hmm. You can't, especially uh, call it Crim Six, call it uh, uh, whoever, right? Whether it's uh, Clay or whoever else comes on there that wants to talk, like you can't censor them either. If they want to share something, that's between them and whoever they're sharing shit about. You're there to do your show. If somebody comes on and says something that, you know, that's not on you. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. It's just, that's something I had to deal with like early on, you know, like getting used to that feeling, like getting used to being around that kind of stuff, like doing a show like The Flank, Mm -hmm. you're going to have things like that. Like even when we had to shut down the show when Ben walked away and Mm -hmm. said some dumb stuff, you know, like. Well, I don't think like even then, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Those mistakes. And I feel bad for, for Ben. I feel bad for Adam. I feel yeah, bad yeah, for yeah. Johanna, yeah, yeah. right? Because like Johanna is like, she's up, up, up there, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, the, the the whole way the whole it was, way it that was went bad. down. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. But, but <laughs> it was a good moment in the flank. I thought it was a good moment. Yeah, yeah I thought it was a good moment. But yeah. yeah, it it again drama is good, but at the same time comes with, with its problems. You yeah. know, um, so I definitely felt bad for everybody around. Um, but there was nothing we could have done at that point. And I don't want to shut down the show or anything like that. No, you can't. I would never do that. You can't. You um, you owe it to your fans not to shut down the show. Right, right, right. Uh, It's just not 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 the way. It, I, look, I, I'm I'm hype. I've always I I've always envisioned that at some point or another there was going to be a uh, a night show, right? Mm-hmm. A a Jimmy Kimmel esque type of night right. show. And and I think that the evolution of what we're gonna see on what you do and the other people that are gonna inevitably start doing it because that's how it goes when somebody starts doing something like think about react videos when somebody started doing react videos we started doing react videos i did react videos i you know like like that sort of thing um and we tested it when we first uh when we first uh let or when i first let um uh our cities go to Mm -hmm. to phase like i sat down in front of the camera and i said the reason that i let this guy go and bro, that shit got like two hundred thousand views. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I know that if I sit down in front of the camera and sort of give my opinion on certain things, like that's gonna be the way. And the mm-hmm. amount of people, by the way, that fucking blame me for face fucking winning. Nah. Think about think about the amount, the same amount of people that would have been so mad at me if I would have done the right business decision. Because mm-hmm. not only did I let them go, yeah, right, but I I let them go for free, mm-hmm. which is not what you're supposed to do in mm-hmm. this business, right? Yeah. Um, one. It's not bad. It's not good business for me personally, but it also sets a standard for other businesses that I'm affecting now. Because hey, Optic did it, or Huntsman did it at the time. Then then you know, sort of, I I, I sort of put other owners in in different different positions, right? right. So like, I I have to. I did that just because I've always been like that. If you don't mm-hmm. want to be an optic, if you don't want to be like here, like I understand this mm-hmm. is this place is not for everyone. Doing yeah. content is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that I run things is not for everyone. And when people, when I see people talking about like, uh, like you know, if Hector concentrated more on, on on winning instead of friendships, like they would be winning. I'm a motherfuckers. We have the most championships in Call of Duty ever, ever, as a team, and we also built something. And also. With your opinion of that, of, of this regarding content, the way that you are, mm-hmm. you're you you don't understand the business, right? right? Like, right. I and I don't know how to, I choose not to sort of. You just gotta ignore that stuff, honestly. I mean, it's just such dumb, that's stupid yeah. shit, you know. Like I, I feel like at that at that point, it, it just, 
the more success you get, the more hate you're gonna get. You know? Yeah. It's, it's I, but like I, I don't. I don't know if they understand what they're saying. Like mm -hmm. they don't understand the like what would happen if we don't create content. Like where the fuck do they think the viewership comes from? You know what I mean? Like there Content's is. Content's important. Content's yeah. really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only way you show the personality. You know, it's the only way you get people out there. So. Mm -hmm. And but, everybody loves content. I feel like everybody wants to see content. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and everybody wants to see Call of Duty, right? Mm -hmm. Like, everybody wants to see Call of Duty succeed. But Call of Duty will not succeed if we don't do things the way that we do things, mm -hmm. period. Yeah. Right? Like, you can see the discrepancy in viewership already, right? I mean, n now that you and, and the subliner or U.S. Uh, the subliner, uh, you know, uh, what is it? content creator now pro player then like now you're adding to that right mm -hmm. now you're adding to that you're adding to that influence of subliners right like you're, you're, you're having these the, these moments that's going to help but you know imagine if if somebody says well you know subliners are more interested in taking care of zuma because he's the big you know the big draw like do they not understand like what happens if people don't buy subliners jerseys or don't buy sub you know what i mean like it's it it, it all has to do with it's each other yeah and and I don't know. Pe people seem to not understand that, and and like even like when, when you talk about drama, like there are different kinds of drama. The way that you're doing it is like I personally like I have zero issues with it because you're doing it the wrong way, the, the right way. The wrong way would be for you to literally only focus on that and spill beans and fucking tell everybody else's business. That is drama. Right, and that's what everybody wants. You know, like half the time I'm lying, they're like, "Yo, spill the beans," you know, spill the intel. And I was like, "Listen, that's not what I want to do here." Yeah. Like, if Intel gets released, I'm going to talk about it. Because yeah. why not? Like, if it's public information, then I have yeah. no problem talking about anything. Not only do you not have a problem, like, you have a duty to tell your audience your perspective. Right, on and I want to. Like, yeah. that's what I want to do. But I don't want to go out there and, like, expose, like, little stuff and, you know, tell everybody's business to the world. Like, that's mm -hmm. not what I want to do. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. And, again, if something happens, like, on the timeline, like, I'm not going to go live and be, like, you know, point it all out, like... I want to make sure I have enough for a good full episode, and I don't want to just focus on little bits of drama. How, how, how long know? are they usually? Do you do you stick they to vary. our program like, or? No, we just go with the flow. Like some of them are like an hour, some of them are two and a half hours. You know, like it depends. Yeah. Sometimes we just get caught, you mm -hmm. know, like lost in like a conversation. Yeah. Which I think are like the best episodes. Like the best episodes are the ones that are just kind of off the dome, and you just get caught in a conversation, and everybody gets super invested. Um, and that's why I also like doing the show in Teamspeak. Because then you have pro players who are just in the chat, dropping, and then, and then in. yeah, and then they're just like, you know, some pro players want to say something, so they join in the team speak. Everybody starts flooding in. I just think it's entertaining. Like I just yeah. think having that team speak atmosphere, like that that gamer atmosphere, yeah. like kind of what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, kinda, you're a fly on the wall. That's what you're providing. Yeah, yeah. It's just finding that niche that isn't on Twitch, especially for COD. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, what what would you say are you like your top five favorite flank moments right now? Like so far. Top five favorite flank moments? That's yeah. tough. That's really tough. I mean, it's always really good when New York wins. So those are really good when, when New York has like a big win. Yeah. Um, uh, and going live like right after a big New York win is cool. I think uh, probably with Ben. Ben Ben uh, does a lot of stupid shit. I can't, I can't think of top five moments right now. Like five moments. Yeah. I had to go back. But Ben does a lot of stupid shit. 
Yeah. You know, he does a lot of dumb shit. Bro, I, I love Ben. Bro. I always told both of you that you two needed a show, bro. Because yeah. when you, you guys were. You always did say that. You when, did. You, when you both of you were here and I, I would see like the banter between you two, I would be like, that's a show yeah, yeah. waiting to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes I feel like people, like, they always want so many guests. Like, when we first started the show, it was just yeah. me and Ben. Yeah. And people loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we started getting guests on. Like, we'll bring on Zinni. Like, I love bringing on Zinni and other people. Yeah. Um, I think after a while, though, with so many guests, like, everybody just always wants guests all the time. But I think people forget that when it's just me and Ben, it's like, ju- it's a good show. Yeah. It flows better, too. You, like, you, you don't should. have a lot of people talking. I, 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 that's something that a lot of people need to focus on, right? Like, you can't rely on other people, right? Like, let's say it's a travel day and you had, like... You have to you have to make it about you and Ben, right? Everything mm-hmm. else is is bonus cherry on top stuff because right. you can't rely on people that aren't a part of the show to be a part of the show every single time you need them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and and I think that that you guys have done a fucking tremendous job uh, of doing that. Um, Thank you, man. I think it just flows better when it's just us two. It's just less people talking. We're on like Spotify and Apple and all that stuff now too. So when you listen to it over audio. It's just good to hear like everybody talk without everybody like talking over each other and people going. Sometimes I have like seven guys in there, you mm-hmm. know, or just going nuts and you can't even understand what people are saying. So I'm yeah. just like, okay, okay, let's calm it down. Can, you, know, can you, do, do you have the power to mute people? Uh, I could, but I don't want to just do. I don't want to mute people. When yeah. they, when I, I think eventually I'll just be like, you know, I'll try and control it. Like everybody quiet down. That's the hardest part. Is yeah, like, dude, I'm telling you, it, getting a mute button and you controlling it and enforcing it is so good because then you can drive the conversation even better and mm-hmm. not not manipulate it, mm-hmm. but drive it in the way that you want to go. Because if you know that Zinni has a really good point that he's about to make and you know that Octane is about to come back at him, then you could be like, whoa, chill out, Octane, hold on, let him finish, and then now, now the focus yeah, on Zinni. Yeah, yeah. And then immediately unmute him, mute Zinni. Mm-hmm. And then, or mute <laughs> yeah. him when you need to. Because they can't talk. Yeah, yeah mute him when you, when, you know, when, when it's there, but people talking over each other is pretty Can you cool. imagine what Zinni's gonna say when I mute this guy, he's gonna flip out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna oh, yeah. go nuts. Dude, yeah, I think, I think him is, is like, like he hasn't played what pro in like six months i think right yeah he hasn't played since the beginning of the year so so like i think i think him is like he is also like a very good personality that mm-hmm. that, that uh, does a good part of uh, of your show clacer always well spoken you know good good fan base i think that he he himself also you know commands yeah. and look i get the whole like i'm a pro player but man i i i you now that you've accomplished what you've accomplished and are continuing to to accomplish and are going because you're just starting dude think about that it's only been six months man it's only been half a year you know what I'm saying so you know I think about that you know if I stay consistent for you know two years Mm -hmm. you know where how far can I actually take it yeah I think that's the hardest part is staying consistent because people don't realize like how draining it actually is especially for me like I'm not just doing the flank like I'm streaming like 10 to 12 hours a day which is like not really the best lifestyle like mm-hmm. if you really think about it like after a while you get super drained yeah um i'm moving i'm, I'm moving to uh, california so mm-hmm. what part i'll be in la oh okay yeah, yeah i'll be in la i think uh once i'm in la i'm gonna try and get myself on a little bit of a better schedule you know what i'm saying try and maybe do like six hours a day mm-hmm. you know focus on the show make sure i'm getting up early like not streaming till 4 or 5 a.m you know and is the flank typically th- is do you have you done any morning flanks or is it typically just that night no we usually do it we've done some early afternoon around like one or two mm-hmm. um but never in the morning um which is something we might you know might look into especially now during the off season we yeah. want to roll out with some different stuff we'd love to have you on absolutely bro have, you like, name it yeah yeah we'd love to have some other people on because it's the off season so we want to mix it up and just you know get a di- different people because during the season we're going to be talking about all the matches so yeah. i feel like we can get creative right now 
Um, but consistency is just the main thing. Yeah, I, I that that's the toughest part, and and how you hit the ground running is commendable, dude. Because it's it is tough, and committing to not only just streaming uh, your show, but also streaming before that, and and sort of expanding your repertoire into into different things, uh, is like the hardest part that people don't see. Most mm-hmm. people would say, "I have the flank, and I am the flank, and that's it." Right. I'm not gonna give you more of me. Mm-hmm. You want to see me? Go to the flank. And then even finding the right group of people to work with, because I need help. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the YouTube, like people posting clips. Like I want people posting clips 24/7. Like I want my. But you have to own that. You can't allow. You can't. Uh, you cannot allow. Oh a, yeah, no, a, I own it all. Okay. I own it all. I'm just saying you know the people to help me out like i'm gonna yeah. need people to help yeah. me out when i'm streaming because if i'm streaming 10 to 12 hours a day like i need somebody uploading to my youtube like i have a guy right now his name is vowels and he's been doing like a, a great job and i didn't get him at first like in the beginning i was working with people mm-hmm. and they weren't doing the job how i wanted it to be mm-hmm. done they were great people you know but the i need people uploading every day yeah like th- i like xqc does it the best i feel like he just uploads like four or five times a day like yeah. he has somebody doing it yeah so I, I just wanted somebody like that. And then like a graphic designer on the clock, like say something happens, like something hits the timeline. I need a graphic made instantly. Mm-hmm, like I need mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. made instantly. So I found a good team and it wasn't always like that. Like the first two, three months, I was just kept rotating people in and out because people couldn't like do the job the right way. Um, well, but that's good. But now I found, I got everything set. Like the team that I have is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy with it. Good. Yeah. You got to hold them accountable, right? Like as much as, as what we do is fun, like a job needs to be done. And if, mm-hmm. if you're not that dude, you got to, and it's not a matter of, I don't like you no more. It's just that I don't like you as my business partner right. in this project that yeah, we're exactly. working on. And know? that was like the hardest part for me because they were all nice people. Yeah. You know, I was like, listen, man, like I think you do great work. I just need it to be on a more consistent level. And you're not and, right and, now. And some people are just busy. They might have a job, you know, and that's completely fine. If mm-hmm. you don't have time for it, it's fine, man. You know, go do what you got to do. I just wanted to find somebody that can just do it full time around the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily I found that. So, yeah. You know, I'm keeping my team close because I, I feel like I got a really good team right now. Yeah. It's good. I mean, again, you you fill the void that was needed from the beginning, right? You fi- you fill the void that um, that I've been fucking preaching. More pros need to, and and you know what's messed up, man, is that the the problem here is that it isn't just in Call of Duty, right? Like there are a lot of people that are only focused in and ca- call it call it Valorant, call it Counter Strike, call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm. There are people out there that don't realize that you know the, there's a timeline on this thing. And that you're not, you're a player. You mm-hmm. it, it, you are at the whim, and you said something, right? You said that the players have the power, right? right? And it's true to a certain extent. I, it's always been the case on my side because I've understood my place has always been to, to sort of guide people into building a brand for everyone. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like roster decisions, roster changes, like I don't fucking, I, I, I'm not in the team speak. I'm certainly not in the middle of a game. Yeah, I don't know who's committed, who's not committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a lot of a lot of a lot of factors that go into determining the fact that you're not going to be in, you're not in control of your life. Right. Like right now, you're in control of your life. Mm-hmm. Right now, you are in control of how much money comes into your pocket on a on, on, on a weekly basis, daily basis, monthly, whatever. Pro players. Think about how many pro players are no longer pro players this upcoming season mm-hmm. because of, and I'm not, I'm not talking about retirement and all that stuff, right? Like, luckily for us, we've always been and done a very good job of sort of helping people like be more than just pro players. Like, that's mm-hmm. I've always wanted it. I've always said it throughout the years. My job has always been to make sure that people are making a living 
and they are able to pay their bills whether or not they win a fucking tournament, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I took this, these kids from high school. They didn't go to college, so it was my responsibility to teach them how to make money and not rely on winning a championship to pay your fucking bills. Right. Um, and a lot of people think they are invincible. I think that a lot of people uh, think that you know they're going to be around forever, and that's mm-hmm. not the case. You don't even know, right? Like you, you had to retire because of your, your your thumb. Yeah, it can happen overnight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it can break your hand. Next thing you know, you're not getting picked up. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. It's How do you, crazy. Do, do you tell like pe- your peers like because they? I tell them, but the the thing is, is, just some people don't like doing content. Like it's hard. Like content's not easy to do. You know, sometimes people are just uncomfortable in front of a camera. They, they, they're not themselves. They don't know how to be entertaining. Some people just it's just natural to them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just I feel like content's not for everybody. Yeah. But um, what do you do though? Well, th- see, that's the thing. Like, I definitely think people should at least give it a try. And there's there's players who don't even try to do anything, or at least post pictures. Yeah. Like, you know, try and build a brand at mm-hmm. least. You know, um, some pros don't barely post on social media, which I think. We're in gaming, like we're all online. Like I feel like you should be on socials. Like a lot. have an opinion. Yeah, have an opinion. Like don't be scared to talk. Don't be scared to be a personality in the scene. You know, like let people know who you are. Come out of your shell a little bit. And sure, that's harder for other people, right? I think some people are just shy. Like some people don't want to come out of that shell. But I don't know. I I think for for some people, it's just content's not for them. There's other routes you can take, whether that's coaching or. Um, analyst or gm or whatever but those jobs are hard to grab too it's not like you could just like retire and just be like yeah i'm gonna go be a gm like some people might not even get those opportunities you know what i'm saying yeah so but but think about a scenario in which think about a scenario in which you're no longer playing but i am if i have a budget of x Mm -hmm. and if it's between you who's not playing and a pro player that's asking for too much i'm gonna take a challenger dude and keep you because you're bringing eyeballs you're bringing sales you're bringing shit that you know matters the amount of people who believe that winning championships is all that it's ever going to take for you to build a brand that's 10 years down the line man you know what i mean that's 10 years down the line we're not there yet Mm -hmm. when people complain pro players right when they talk about it's like oh dude if if we have another year of, of online He's like, I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah. And like, what the fuck is the alternative? Mm-hmm. You'd rather just not play. Think about how asinine no, that I sounds. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. I think that's crazy when people are complaining about online. Some people are like, I might as not even play. Like, might as well just sit out, mm-hmm. like, and do what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because we're, we're not paying you. I'm not yeah, fucking paying somebody yeah, who's not we, doing we work. We were blessed enough during a time like COVID and all that stuff to even be rolling out the league still. Yeah. Like, to still be having matches, still be playing. All the players to be receiving their salaries and and playing the game, like. But you get to do what you love. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, sure, it might not be perfect, and it's not may, might not be what you're, you're used to. You know, playing on land and yeah. being in front of a crowd. But that'll come back, which it already has. You know, that was something that was always talked about. Mm-hmm. But people like the bitch. You know, I just don't get it. Like, I how many times in this fucking office I'm like, what the fuck is? He, what, what's the alternative? What would you rather be doing? Because there is no other thing. Mm-hmm. You're either competing online mm-hmm. or you're not competing at all. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't compete at all, guess what happens to our scene? Because I'm, I'm not going to continue to fucking pay you if you're not fucking doing mm-hmm. I'm certainly not going to pay you to be a fucking pro player. Mm-hmm. I'll pay you some to mm-hmm. be a content creator for sure. Yeah. But pro player salaries? Like, you're fuck that. You're not mm-hmm. going to get that. Yeah. And, you know. And they're also inflated. I feel like some pro player salaries are, like, crazy. Did you see the, who was it? Some, I, I saw it on, on Instagram, like, the, the comparison of, like, 
what leagues pay uh, in the salary comparison where uh, NFL pays 50% of the money that comes into the league goes mm-hmm. out to the to the players and mm-hmm. in Call of Duty is like 300% what the league makes yeah it's 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 it's, it's, it's nuts it's it's, it's inflated but at the same time it it is there is no other there's no other there's no other uh, industry or there's no other te- esport like Call of Duty. No, nah, there isn't. There, there Call isn't. of Duty, for what it's worth, mm-hmm. has a community that's unlike anything else. I love else. it, man. I love it. Yeah, I it's love the it's community. it's WWE. It's uh, you know Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Hard Knocks. It's all of it combined. I mean, go. The, it's just fun, man. Yeah. It's just fun. I mean, com- compare it to something else, right? Look at Counter-Strike. No offense to Counter-Strike at all, obviously. I love Counter-Strike. Yeah. But, like, the 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 amount of characters that exist there are not the way that they exist here. Mm-hmm. They're just, this is filled with big, massive personalities who have not only a following, but 10 years of history of drama that people remember and will remember mm-hmm. for fucking as long as this thing goes around. Right. So why do you think that is? Like, why do you think COD was is like that compared uh, to all the other esports? Because it is like that. It definitely is like content. that. You're not wrong. Content. Call of Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty is the only game that started when YouTube started. Mm-hmm. When YouTube first came about and became a thing, the the Grizzes of the world, the TNMs of the world, the Optics of the world, the Hutches, the Zenaners, the uh, the Sidemen, the Vic Stars, like all of these people, PewDiePie, like all of these people started in Call of Duty mm-hmm. and they were creating Call of Duty content. Have, did you, I mean, back in those days, I saw very minimal Counter-Strike content. I saw very minimal Halo content. I saw very minimal content that didn't, that wasn't specific to Call of Duty elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think people thought that because Call of Duty was such a big franchise and by that time we had already built sort of a fan base, that people are like, oh, Call of Duty is the thing that you need to go, mm-hmm. right? But then you see people like, uh, 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 what the fuck is this dude's name? Um, anyway, they, they started creating, they expanded, right? They went from Call of Duty to Minecraft, the way that we did, right? They went from Call of Duty to uh, Grand Theft Auto, you know? Yeah. So, so it expanded and it went elsewhere and those personalities started to, to grow with it. But that is why, because we were the first adapters of the YouTube, we were the first adapters, early adapters of Twitter. Like mm-hmm. everything that happened, we said fuck websites, fuck, fuck opticgaming.com, fuck OpticTV. If I have an announcement to make, it's gonna be on our Twitter account, mm-hmm. right? We wanted to hyper-focus communication on that. So it was Twitter and in tandem, obviously YouTube, right? Because you, you have to take care of both. And the, the more that platform started to become a thing, Twitch or Justin TV comes along, then it started to become a platform. Started to become a platform, bigger and bigger, bigger. Now that becomes the third platform that you have. Instagram, uh, Instagram's funny to me uh, because it, it has its place, obviously, but to reformat your content to fit that audience mm-hmm. is not only difficult, but it goes against everything that you know. Right, because it's just a photo or a video. It's right. only a minute long, unless you go. It's it's just so complicated that it, that it that it makes it tougher. And but, you have TikTok now too. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah, of course. TikTok's like blowing up. Yeah. You yeah. know, like my my for you page is a lot of gaming. Like mm-hmm. definitely, like I see a lot of people posting clips on there, and doing really well too. Yeah, I I, I think I think we our audience has been trained to follow YouTubers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So because of that early. Um, start in YouTube and that that's why Call of Duty was able to become who they became right we we had a lot of people 
pushing not only Call of Duty from a competitive level, but also from an entertainment level. Yeah. Uh, some of us did both, and that's why we 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 had success in it. Um, and it wasn't a secret, right? Like it was wide open. It was wide open for everybody to to see the see the blueprint and just you know add their little twist to it and yeah. then and, and do their thing. Right. So that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's why we're different, and that's why we'll always be different. You know how much it will take for any other esports to sort of do what we do nothing it would literally take them starting mm-hmm. and it'll blow up if somebody out there uh whether it's jason r or fucking saunders or anyone in counter-strike starts the csgo flank at night and talks about that it's gonna blow probably up. do good a hundred percent a hundred percent it's just a matter of trying especially if it's a big personality i mean i'm not gonna lie man like when the whole hand situation thing happened, I, like I was thinking a lot, you know, because I was like, "What am I gonna do? Like, let's try and come up with something." Um, obviously, I want to do something a little bit out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So I felt like the flank was definitely like that, but that was what I always thought. You know, what's something that's not in COD? What's something that's gonna twist heads? How can I bring everything together into one thing? Yeah. Because all the teams, all the franchises, all the personalities—they all come together on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I can't believe that I got lucky enough that nobody did that. You know what I'm saying? I, I was actually, like, I was talking to Ben the other day. I was like, I'm surprised that nobody did this before us. Nobody fucking you know? listens to me. Mm-hmm. Well, see, <laughs> me and Ben always kept it on the low. Yeah. Because you always talked to, you said it, Eric Anderson from FaZe has, has mentioned me and Ben doing a show before. Um, but we always kept it on the low low because we never wanted anybody to copy us. Um, I think people have come close, like the podcast, Nameless has done the podcast. Um, which is really good. Consistency. Yeah, and it, that's where the consistency comes in. I don't think Na- Nameless wasn't doing post game stuff like we were doing. Like we go live as soon as the match. But he is could over. have though. He could have. He definitely could have. And if he would have done that, I don't know what what would have happened to him. You know. I, but I, I think I think there's room for everybody personally. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not everybody, right? Because there's right. only so many um, eyeballs on this thing. But but I do think that that uh, that nameless would have evolved into something like the flank. It's just mm-hmm. inevitable. That is where the sometimes people don't realize that the show often guides you to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. It's it's a combination of the symbiotic relationship between what you're putting out there and the crowd reacting to it. And little by little you start to change. Little by little you start to change until you have the formula that one you're happy with because you're having fun doing it, and two the crowd's obviously fucking all about it because of, of how it's happening. Mm-hmm. So. When I say that people don't listen, it's like this is this is not rocket science. Like the, my plans for what I'm about to fucking do next is is just going, going and filling every single void that's in the space right now. Right. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. So as 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 much as I've I've wanted to do, bro, the amount of shows that I have in my head that aren't currently being made, I've been thinking about this for fucking four years. You know what I mean? Like I've been thinking about what when when I first sold Optic, like I went into what is the new optic gonna look like and I sat down and I'm like okay this is where this needs to go ultimately history happened and it happened the way that it did but I had a vision and a plan as to where this was gonna go and how we were gonna get there so as 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 we continue to go down this path of you know optic Mm -hmm. like it's all a matter of sort of centralizing and and hyper focusing on the things that are gonna get us to where inevitably this space is gonna be. Yep. And you, as the viewer, you as a industry person that's watching this, you have a choice to either be a part of the evolution of esports or you can be a spectator. Mm-hmm. Both are welcome and thank you. Yep. And then even for me too with the show, 
is like I don't want the show to be the only thing I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I the show is just such a little part of what I do at the stream. Like yeah. We play so many different games. Like I want to be a variety streamer. I want to yeah. start posting more on YouTube. Yeah. Like I want to do all kinds of different things. Um, like if we're rolling out Warzone, make me scump and and Zinni have been playing Warzone every day. Yeah. I've been doing GTA streams, just yeah. chatting streams, IRL stuff, cooking streams. Like I want to do like so many different things. Um, but I definitely think the flank was a good starting point coming off the hundred percent for sure. Uh, dude, you you don't get a show like that. You don't get a show like mm -hmm. that. No one. I mean, you, you, people set out to do shows like that, and they don't get it. Like the, the amount of people that 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 think that working hard is all that it's going to take to do this is not. Working hard will get you to pay your bills for sure. You, I think you. I think that anybody who works hard enough on YouTube and on, on content will get to pay their bills. To go beyond that, and to s sort of separate yourself into your own specific niche whatever that niche is like that's what requires a little bit of luck a little bit of luck mm -hmm. um timing you know like there's so many things because just uh, when people say it's like if you set your mind to it you can do that if you work as hard as somebody i can go to the gym today and work as hard as name any basketball player out there and i'm not gonna have the, the athletic ability to be able to do that yeah. no matter how hard i work for how i can outwork them every single day mm -hmm. but if i don't have it i don't fucking have it it's just not yeah. meant to happen to me dude a lot of it's mental too like a lot of it like for me like even today i woke up today for this this is like the earliest I've ever been up like i'm exhausted right now i don't know if you guys could tell but it's just like you have days where you're tired, like mm -hmm. really, really tired, at least yeah. for me, where I, I wake up and I'm just like, oh my God, like I just did like 12 hour stream. I'm waking yeah. up the next day, I'm about to turn my stream on again. And I'm like, dude, like what the heck? Like mentally you have to, cause nobody's gonna, bro, if I get on stream and I'm like low energy and I'm like really, really tired, it's just the stream's gonna be miserable. It's mm -hmm. not gonna be the same mm -hmm. atmosphere that mm -hmm. people are used to. So finding like that willpower to like, you know, get that energy, like get ready to stream every single day can be tough sometimes but luckily one thing that helped me is just my supporters like the yeah. the chat like people showing love the like energy people dude. coming in once the chat comes in with energy i'm um, the zoo mafia is what i call them yeah they just it just lights me up yeah. like that then i'm just like it's like being with a group of friends like yeah. i like having fun on stream it's just like being with my friends so um shout out to the zoo mafia man yeah shout out to the zoo they mafia. help a lot more than they think yeah, I want to. I want to talk a little bit about uh, you know Scum playing with you, playing with Zen, playing with because you know for the longest time, um, I, I I I sort of like not forced, but I, I sort of like tried to get his teammates to hop on stream with him. Like the, mm -hmm. it is the most logical thing to do, but just people just don't do that. Let me go on a quick commercial break. Yep. We'll be right back. Uh, this week, DoorDash coming back forever and ever, and certainly appreciate that, especially because I use them on a daily basis, right? Whether I'm stuck here being late, whether I'm traveling, like I can rely on the fact that I'm always going to have a good meal because of DoorDash, right? Sometimes I travel to Los Angeles, I mean, you name it, and I get to just order food, bring it up to my to my room and eat it there. Uh, more often than not, no one is always on the same eating schedule, so to wrangle people up to eat during the day, like that's tough. During the night, obviously it's easier to get reservations, but um, it's, it's, it's easy and simple. Whether you're working and you're too busy to order food or to prepare food when you get home, one of the best tricks that I found is that if you order DoorDash by the time that you are about to go home, you can time it almost perfectly to where your driver can drop off your your food with the new contactless delivery setting and just have it at your door. So when you get there, your food is ready to go, right? That way, uh, it's 
makes it seamless, right? And the other thing that's cool about it is whether or not you're all on the same page. So if Matt wants uh, Subway and I want Chipotle and somebody else wants something else, like DoorDash has something for everybody. With over 300,000 restaurants across the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and even Australia, some of your best local restaurants, some of the best national restaurants are all available on this application. Um, And you can get what you want right now, right at your door with DoorDash, along with the restaurants you love. You can also now get groceries, essential items. You need baby wipes? You need something from 7-Eleven? They can go get it, whether it's hand sanitizer, uh, Windex, I mean, you name it. They can get it now with DoorDash. Um, You can get drinks, snacks, and other household items within an hour. Craving a late night ice cream? Forget that one key ingredient for dinner. Or maybe you just need to stock up for the week. With DoorDash, you get everything in one application. And right now, for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download DoorDash application and enter code EAVESDROP2021. That is eavesdrop2021 uh, when you download the application to get the 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash application in the App Store and enter code eavesdrop2021. That is EAV. E-S-D-R-O-P 2021. Get your get your money right, man. Get your 25% off, subject to change, and terms, as always, apply. Link in the description down below to make it easy for you to go do that. Remember, it's eavesdrop 2021 um, to get you set up right. Right. Set up right. Uh, next, here we go. ExpressVPN, one of my favorites because we actually use it and it actually works and we've had bad experiences without having a VPN, right? Because using the internet with ExpressVPN is like walking your dog in public without securing them on a leash. Most of the time you'll probably be fine, but what if one day your dog wanders a bit too far and gets dognapped by someone? You want to know what happens to us? Our biggest pet peeve, our biggest worry when we're walking Henry or one of the dogs is the fact that there are a million rabbits where we are at. And these dogs will let nature get inside of them and they'll just take off. So you don't want that. You want ExpressVPN to protect you. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, your online data is not secure. Any hacker on the same network can gain access and steal your personal data passwords, financials, details, etc. And it doesn't take that much uh, technical knowledge to, to hack someone. Just some cheap hardware is needed. A smart 12-year-old could do it. it. And your data is valuable, right? Hackers make up to $1,000 per person selling personal information on the dark web. Um, one of the reasons that you should use ExpressVPN is because of the encrypted tunnel. It creates a secured encrypted tunnel that allows you to roam the internet freely without fear of people getting into your network, especially here in the hex quarters when we're competing. When we were competing online, uh, we had to make sure that we were never gonna get knocked off. So instead of allowing people to know our IP and kick us offline, what we did is we fired up the ExpressVPN and it kept on bouncing signals from all over the world so it made it literally almost impossible for uh, hackers to knock us offline, right? It works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. You fire up the application in one click and one button, 
to get protected. Uh, right now, you can secure your, later, your data online today by visiting expressvpn.com slash hacks. That is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash H3CZ. You can get an extra three months for free at expressvpn.com slash H3CZ. Uh, the link will be in the description down below. Don't forget, that is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash H3CZ to get an extra three months for free on the one-year package. So a huge, a huge uh, shout out to DoorDash and ExpressVPN for being a part of family for so long. They, they've come back every single week and certainly cannot appreciate them more. So um, as, as, as we were talking about about uh, about people and, and, and taking a shot, uh, it reminded me of a quote that says that nothing is more common than unsuccessful people with talent, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not just about being good at it. Like think about the amount of people that are good at it. I always said, if I was at least half as good as a pro player mm-hmm. that I would have been fucking the best YouTuber out there because all I was lacking really is the consistency in my gameplay mm-hmm. you know what I mean because I want to have the determination too I love creating content content is what I set out to do the CEO had and all the business bullshit just happened to fall on me how I did what I did as successful as I did instincts because it wasn't knowledge it was mm-hmm. just instincts following my gut and right. doing the right thing Yeah, but I was never supposed to be the figurehead that I am today like mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a I'm, I was a class clown you know look at me I'm funny guy yeah. you came know? a long way though yeah I, but I had to right like it's yeah. like what do you do when you're put in in, in weird situations you can mm-hmm. either uh, take leadership and, and take the ball and run with it or you can sit around and allow somebody else to take it and you can just go along with the ride right both of them are fine mm-hmm. some people are meant to be and I'm not saying this in any formal way of an insulting matter because it is uh like not necessarily like a follower is the only way that I can say it. Some people aren't born to be leaders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that is okay. As long as you're happy, like if, if you have a job where you work four hours a day and you are disciplined enough to be able to make a living off of that working for, like sp- people in Spain, they work for six months and take six months off. Mm-hmm. Because for those six months, they make the money that they're needed to, to be self-sustainable and they also save enough to be self-sustainable for the other six months. Those people are not gonna live in a massive fucking house. They're gonna live in an apartment. They're gonna have their TV, they're gonna have their shows, and they're gonna have their ability to go out and have a beer with friends. Mm -hmm. If that's all it takes to make you happy, fucking live your life, man. This this new society, and I'm I'm guilty of pushing my players. I'm guilty of pushing my friends. I'm guilty of pushing the hustle porn that people Mm -hmm. don't like. But I am also very respectful of the fact that I am so happy for the people who have been able to live life without having to go through the stresses and the and the and, and, and the lack of sleep and the, all of that that comes with my job, right? It comes with more problems for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But there are people out there that just live life, and sometimes I'm jealous of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm jealous of of that. I yeah. Just, having fun and being happy like mm-hmm. priority number one man yeah if- and and that's why i told you before earlier in the podcast it's like getting yourself on a better schedule right like for me like i would just be really anxious all the time like my anxiety would be really bad like my sleep would be really bad just basically my schedule like my lifestyle is just like not right mm-hmm. you know so like getting on the right track getting uh you know i want to start working out get on a better you know get healthier eat better you know probably i don't want to stream 12 hours every day for the no. rest of my life no like i can't do that no um so just finding a balance 
I think right now it's just kind of riding the high. Like mm. I, I genuinely enjoy streaming. Yeah. Like I love it. Like I love streaming. So. Well, it's uh, it's it. You have a big responsibility, man. Like mm -hmm. you have been able to do what a lot of people wish that the millions of people wish that they can do, mm -hmm. and that responsibility. Like, and I can tell that you understand it because how passionate you are about the work that you do. But it is a responsibility because if it's not you, it's going to be someone else, right? Right. And. It's it's like you're you're always gonna be especially now because people see what you've been able to accomplish, so immediately you're inspiring people to do the same thing. You're immediately inspiring people to become your competitors. That's just the way that it is. It happened with Optic and then Face coming along. It happened with um, with Guggen, the, the the fishing group, and other people that are trying to do what they're doing. It, it just it's competition, yeah. and it's gonna either. Uh, overtake you or make you better rethink your approach as to how you're doing things um you know we we, we just did the phase uh collab you you, you got your stuff i, I yep. saw the phase uh, stuff. Yep. you know but but what people either don't remember don't know or forget is the fact that you know optic was massive by the time that face stepped into the game mm -hmm. and if it wouldn't have been for how quickly they got close to us or how quickly they were able to overtake us like years later i would have been sitting at the top just not giving a shit i would have not innovated i would have not i wouldn't i would have just been like why am i going to change something that we're the biggest i'm not going to change something that's broken yeah. i'm just going to keep doing this but it took somebody to be on my heels it took somebody to be my equal and it took somebody to be better mm -hmm. to help me reinvent re-innovate and do what we did ultimately mm -hmm. because it helped man the competition makes you better man it pushes you you know, it's kind of like the Cristiano Ronaldo, like yeah. Lionel Messi type thing. You know, like they push each other. Like I've heard them talk about it before. Like both of them have said the same thing. Like if if Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't a thing, Lionel Messi wouldn't be as good as he was, mm -mm. and vice versa. Like they definitely have that little like mental yeah. game that they play with each other. Yeah. Like they definitely try to be number one. The funny thing about what you're just saying is that think about it, right? Like that has happened throughout the history of soccer, football. Mm -hmm. That, yeah. but. For the anomaly that's happening today to happen, where you have Ronaldo and Messi, right? Because what's happening right now should never happen. Mm -hmm. There should never be two players of that caliber on the same. It'd be like having LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan all playing at the same time in their prime, same age, same everything, yeah. all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it would have taken to be able to replicate or have some similarities to what's happening right now in football mm -hmm. right because mm -hmm. that should never that anomaly should never happen yeah. Yeah, one anomaly and i don't know why i'm talking matrix but one anomaly in ronaldo awesome one anomaly in messi awesome both of them at the same time mm -hmm. and both of them being as good and as competitive as they are and elevating themselves even more should never happen mm -hmm. it will never happen again probably it's just impossible to. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I'm just lucky that we should all be lucky that we got a Get chance to witness, to witness it. it. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, it's special, man. Yeah. What what people in this day and age need to do at whatever means necessary is go watch them play live. Because there is nothing that I regret more than only seeing Michael Jordan play once. Mm -hmm. In the nose, please. I was a kid. Yeah. Was 16 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but if I had a chance to do it all over again, I would try to go to as many games, and I don't care where I'm sitting, to see that happen in person. And I started to think this way when I went to go see Bone Thugs and Harmony in, you know, live. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite rap groups of all time. But to see them live like, made me feel good, and it made me think at 
the way that I see everything else. Like I've seen LeBron play live. I've seen Kobe play. I've seen Le- uh, Michael Jordan play. I never saw Magic Johnson play. That sucks. I never saw Larry Bird play. That sucks. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you have to. If if you live in a moment in which there are anomalies happening in whatever sport, whatever music, whatever it is, you have to see it. I'm not the biggest. I, I, I like Drake. Mm-hmm. I understand. I respect everything that he's done. I made it a point to go and see him live because I know that I would have loved to have seen Michael Jackson live. I would have loved to have seen everybody that became an icon in, in their respective field mm. live. Yeah, they inspire you. Yeah, at least that's how it is for me. Yeah, you know. Like, and and I think that they see it now, right? Like, they are not gonna waste the opportunity to go see Scump play live, especially because you don't know when you're retiring you don't know what players are thinking you mm-hmm. know what i mean you don't know when the time is going to come your thumb that came out of nowhere right right like you don't know like if i bet you people are like people who watch the flank religiously now and massive fans of you would have loved to have have a chance to go show you support in person mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah that's sure. why that's why people need to get the fuck out man mm-hmm. enjoy it i agree speaking of going to see stuff in person i mean we we tried to roll out with the irl flanks mm-hmm it, it failed the first time we did it. It what? was really good at first. We had like a whole crowd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we had a stage. I mm-hmm. had Doug come through, Doug Sensor Martin. And um, it was working really good. We had the microphones mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. The stream was going well. But yeah. I just think with all the tech with all the tech and stuff, like it just collapsed. Like it just fell. So we got to try and figure out how to do that. You know, that'll be really cool. Yeah, co- complicating things and trying to make things more fancy and more high quality sometimes is the wrong thing to do yeah it is it is sometimes it's the wrong thing to do and and ever since that day i was like i don't know if i really want to i see it's like a positive and a negative i like to get out my comfort zone a little bit like i like to do stuff that nobody's doing yeah so to try and do things like that even if it fails at least i tried it mm-hmm. you know i'd rather just not sit back and be like you know i didn't try it you know i'll never know you know yeah. i gotta at least give it a go so you know. Yeah, what what I liked about the flank is is that walk on moment that you have. Like we we, I, I I can shoot this podcast in a way in which all you see is us two. Mm-hmm. But I like to have people back back there walking. Right, it gives it the sense of the reality is that there are people here. One of them streaming right now, and something can happen. Mm-hmm. Right, but I can turn these cameras point that way. And you'll never know that there's other people in the fucking room. Yeah, but that's not the vibe that I'm going for. That's mm-hmm. not the vibe that you go for. Right, like you can have a very disciplined flank in which you sit down with Ben and you're like, all right, this is what we're gonna talk about this hour. This is what we're gonna talk. That those as much as our guides, like that. The the, the beauty of the flank is that it's like. You just never know who's gonna pop in. Yeah, and that's you really don't. And you never know what fucking someone's gonna say. Dude, there's been episodes where Ben and I are like, "Man, what are we gonna talk about today?" Like, there's not much to talk about. Mm -hmm. And then we, after the show, be like, "Bro, that was the best show we've ever we've Mm -hmm. ever done." You know, it's sometimes it's like you never know what's about to hit you. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah, you know, you never know what the hell's gonna happen. So, what what other moments are your favorite ones from uh, from the flank? Ben almost showed his dick. That was pretty funny. Explain that. He almost showed his. Di- I'm sorry. Was that too much? No, that was good. He Man. almost showed his. Uh, he 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 didn't realize. <laughs> he didn't realize that the camera was on, on him. So like before I I switched to the flank thing. I'm on my intermission stream just talking to my chat like when I go live, but I had Ben set up on the flank and everything, and I had poked him like, yo, we're starting to show in five minutes. Like get ready, whatever. So I switched to the flank screen and I'm just playing music, dancing. Like you know me, I just like to have a good time. Yeah. You know, so I'm dancing, I'm talking to the chat. Ben doesn't realize that I switched to the to the flank screen. So he like stands up in front of his camera. I don't know why he decided to do this right here, but I, I guess he was just adjusting his pants. No. So he like pulled his pants all the way down and was just like adjusting like his boxers and stuff. But no. like literally like no bullshit. I think if the camera was like half a centimeter lower, you would have saw everything. 
and I was like, "There's a clip of it, and it's hilarious." And like I him adjusting. Yeah, just him adjusting his pants, yeah. but he pulled them down. Like yeah. he legit pulled them down to like fix he, them. Ben, Ben, Ben looks like the dude that would walk up to your urinal, pull his pants all the <laughs> way down to take a piss. No, but I was, I felt so bad, so I instantly changed screens and yeah. I poked Ben. I was like, oh my god, like the whole chat started going crazy. Yeah. He didn't show anything. Yeah. Thank God, yeah, because that would have been really, really. That's bad. the that's the other thing that I love about what you guys have going is that Ben. Fucking salt of the earth, uh, salt of the earth, dude. Super, du- like super fucking kind, good fucking human. He's so for the best, so for him to be exposed to this level of uh, of love from from the fans, like makes me fucking happy. Yeah, dude. He's walking around taking pictures, signing yeah. autographs, yeah. like, and he has the biggest smile on his face, and yeah. honestly, it makes me happy because mm-hmm. he is a, he's a good dude. Yeah. Like, he's a smart guy. He knows a lot about the game, mm-hmm. and he works really hard. One thing I like about Ben is like he's so reliable. Yeah. He's a little late sometimes. Yeah, but, but he's, he's got, got he's got a job. Yeah, which also worries me. Yeah, why? Because Ben might Ben talks about you know like you know he might have to do this do that like he might not be able to do the flank all the time. Yeah. So I'm like you know, but then that's where Zinni might come in. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll bring other people on. You know. Yeah, you you can't. Like, but Ben is just such a key part. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't change. You can't ben. change Ben. You can't. You cannot change Ben. Like Ben is like such a key part to the to the show. He's he's your you know? Robin. Yeah, he is. He's he really your Robin. Is. He is. Um. And my duo. Shout out Ben Jameson. Yeah, shout out Ben. I want to shout out Ben because every single time that we open the Hex Quarters to have a LAN, mm-hmm. he is the only person, no matter what team he was repping, that brought me a drink as a thank you for allowing him to play here. Yeah. He's, he's a good fucking stand-up dude. Put your he shoes on. He was repping on. phase. He was repping yeah, phase. Yeah, put your shoes on, Ben, when you're yeah, walking around. But the, the, he actually have no shoes on. He swears. He's like, well, I didn't have, I had my shoes on. I was like, yeah. are you sure? Yeah. I don't I, think so. I have a camera right there, and he would like he came over here and was just staring at everybody. I was just like, because I got an alert, I open it, and I see Ben's face like so close. I'm like, ah, oh, Ben. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Ben. Um, I love him though, man. He's a man. Shout I like how knowledgeable he is about fucking everything though too. He's just a smart guy. Yeah. I mean, see, even when I was on phase, like I was a loose cannon, especially when I was younger. Like yeah. I, I was still learning a lot, so I was lucky to have Ben. Because Ben taught me a lot, especially growing up, yeah. you know? Like, Ben definitely helped me, you know, turn into the person I am today. Yeah. As I know it sounds a little corny, but he did, you know? So, Ben will always uh, have a special place in, in my heart. And that's why I wanted to do the show with him, too. Because yeah. of the chemistry. Like, I'm just really close with him. Yeah. So, it just fits. That's you know? so cool that you picked that you picked him to do it with. Mm-hmm. Because... And it's a good balance. I could have picked anybody to do the show with. Yeah. Literally. And yeah. Ben is literally no brand, no nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like pe- no brand Ben. Like, yeah, like 80, 90% of the people don't even know who Ben Ben was. Yeah. But I knew what Everybody bring... knew him in the industry, but the fans didn't get a right. chance to be introduced to him. He didn't have later. a brand. He didn't have anything. Like, I, I could have just done the show with Zinni. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could have done it with, with mm-hmm. anyone, like another personality. But I think it's a good balance. I think finding the right balance for the show is really, really important. Mm hmm. And I think Ben brings like the business, the analytics, like the maturity in a way to the to the show. And I know I'm kind of like the energy of it, you know. Um, but I just think the balance of it is really, really good. Um, so I got lucky. I'm looking at your YouTube channel. Views are mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but I see three days ago, five days ago, one mm-hmm. week ago. Why isn't that one day? Because ago? I have multiple channels. I have a Zuma Clips channel. Yeah. I have a my regular Zuma channel, which mm-hmm. is where I upload all the flank stuff or mm-hmm. just like any well edited, well made video that I mm-hmm. think is just gonna do well. I put mm-hmm. on the main. And I recently just made a Zuma vods channel because um, I've been having problems with people stealing my content. Like as I'm streaming, like yeah. people have been stealing all my content, uploading it right away. 
Um, so we took the VODs down and my editor has just been downloading all the VODs and uploading it to the Zuma VOD channel because we want the VODs to be available for everybody because yeah. people love the VODs. Yeah. Um, but the content was being stolen. But if you look at the Zuma Clips channel, it's very, very uh, active. Yeah. Like it, we're, we're uploading a lot on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I said, um, I, I, I've been keeping up, obviously. But that's another thing. Like I think I'm being maybe in LA, like I could start rolling out with some vlogs. You know, I'll have more people there um, to do stuff. I'll be with my girlfriend. We can make videos. I'll be with, um, you know, I have some friends down there. Obviously, Crowder and Cole and, mm -hmm. and some of those guys that they're interested in making videos. Some of the FaZe guys that they want to make videos. Like, you know, I just, it'll be cool to be down there. There's a lot of creators down there, you yeah. know? Um, and plus it's LA So you know It's a lot of fun things to do So I might start rolling out Some vlogs I'm not a big fan personally Really? I'm, You're not yeah, a big fan? At all I mean for like, me When you say you're moving to LA In my head I'm like <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah See I'm like I lived in Jersey I've lived in New York mm -hmm. City I've lived in Austin I've lived in Dallas I figured I'd try for a year Yeah good Try for a year, two years yeah, yeah. I mean bro I might hate it what, what do you think saying? about what do you what do you think about the uh, the bubble that's now back up for you know to talk about like the the, the player yeah. bubble? Oh, like the they're, they're talking about that? Well, I mean, everyone's no, not the league or me. Mm -hmm. No, I, I just saw videos where like the bubble and how uh, I was watching one of your videos actually. Uh -huh. uh, it was either clips or whatever where people are, are like, I do, I do, I do a, a bubble. Oh, maybe it wasn't you. It was the LA Thieves. Uh, uh, podcast or something mm -hmm. but they were like would you do a bubble and like yeah i do a bubble like and i regret not doing a bubble last year when we when we did the the online stuff yeah everybody's everybody's here and if we're able to if we are able to which we are to test everybody before they go into the into the thing like i do think that we can solve the issue of that the amount of facilities that are here in dallas and i've said this a bunch of times i think that there that now more than ever there is an opportunity to if we don't have lands and or fan attended lands that we can still have lands because people will know to you know chill the fuck out i'm not saying send people off to a three week camp but i think that if we put our brains together, I think that we could figure out a way to where we could have uh, a land league if we need to, where there's no fans. Yeah. yeah but you yeah. see football, you see... Uh, but some players just don't want to do it. Yeah, but, but my, my but thing... they might have to. My thing is this, right? Like, obviously, football's back in full force. Mm -hmm. Everybody's attending, uh, you know, NBA, baseball, like, they're all kind of open up so the conversations on whether or not we are going to be able to should stop like we know that we're going to be able to to have fan attended uh lands because traditional sports has it and if they can do it then we can do it obviously their resources and their bottomless pit of money like allows them to be more fluid in the way that they do things but i think that i don't see an issue why we don't have like land all next year yeah we could definitely make it happen for sure um, I I heard some rumors. I mean, I don't want to say it on here because no, I don't no, know public information. Um, but I think we'll we'll be on land for most of the events. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how the like the league matches and stuff. Like I don't know how it's gonna work next year. I have yeah. no idea. I've heard some rumors, but yeah. I, so the way that I do things here is like I know exactly what's happening, mm -hmm. but I've also heard the rumors. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with talking about the rumors because it's I didn't one I didn't say it. Somebody else said it. And I'm just like adding on to that mm -hmm. without giving up any you know, information like that. It's just not right. my thing, right? right. Like, like you, it's not my thing. Um, but I, I think that, you know, if the rumors are true and then 
you know this next fourth quarter of this year the variants and the original whatever of, of the virus like goes rampant again mm-hmm. and we have to shut down for whatever reason like fucking hope not no. um then i think that we can put our heads together and really you know especially now that the majority of the pro players are living here in dallas mm-hmm. i think that now more than ever is easier to be okay wow. with yeah you know putting them putting them in 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 some sort of some sort of quarantine within their own place of living that will allow us to have a land league. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, like when the when the league first started, when when it's all one franchise, right? Like it was crazy how everybody was living in the city that they're franchised in and stuff like that. It's it's crazy to see everybody in Dallas now. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's everything happened so quick. But it would have happened. It, it would have happened that regardless. Think about Paris. Think about London. Mm-hmm. Okay, they would never, will never be able to operate out of those cities. They're never going to be able to practice. The only time that they're going to be able to uh, play is when we travel over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aside from that, that's just that was just never going to happen. Inevitably is. Just, I mean, look at L.A. You would think that L.A. is such a fucking hot spot, mm-hmm. but the servers there suck. You yeah. saw Surge. You saw yeah, what yeah. The Surge it's, did. It's you saw what terrible. L.A.G. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I think about the level. And look again. I'm going back to the player saying, uh, you know, I think that we would have done better if it would have been a land league. Right, but at the same time, it's like what? What were the other options? There are no fucking options. Yeah, yeah. So when people complain, I in my head, I'm like, you can't. Come on, you can't. One, you can't blame the league for trying to keep keep this thing nah, alive. They're trying to keep it running. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they've done a great job. The league has done a fantastic job to keep it all moving. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. Major pops. What do you What do you think the next year looks like with the uh, with the rosters? Who do you think has the strongest roster right now? I mean, Faze is the best roster right now, mm-hmm. for sure. Until I mean, until unproven. Well, I'm okay. So Faze aside, second mm-hmm. second best roster. Are there room? I mean, have all rosters been confirmed? I know we haven't confirmed the roster, but have uh, other people confirmed? Not really. We haven't confirmed LA, ours yet. Yeah, LA, LA Thieves confirmed theirs. Yeah. There's rumors and stuff. Obviously. What, what do you What do you think about the LA Thieves roster? I like it. I like the LA Thieves roster. Yeah. I think. Uh, one thing that worries me is that maybe like a pacing type thing. Like I don't know how much pace they're gonna have up top, you know, with the subs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing you can't take away from them is their subs are really good. Like Envoy's an incredible player. Yeah, and, I think I think he's gonna help him with the with the speed that you're talking about. Envoy's like one one of my favorite players. Same. I'm like a really big fan of Envoy. Same. Um, and then uh, Draws is a really good player as well. Like having them two up top. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I worry about how they're gonna work together. Because when you're playing Sip and Abizi, like, mm-hmm. or you're playing, I don't know, Shotzi, Illy, like, somebody's, like, fast, aggressive, like, they they just work so quick. It's just a, the, to find that way now to, to win consistently, like, you have to be able to match that aggression, in my opinion. You can still beat teams like FaZe. Like, you can catch FaZe on bad days and stuff, but if FaZe is p- playing at the pace that they're playing at and they're not skipping a beat, like they're gonna smoke you unless you match it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's almost like back in the day when Optic was a dynasty, right? In AW, and we were on phase, and we were like, "How the hell are we gonna beat these guys?" You know, like it's almost like trying to build a team to beat them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and I feel like that's what a lot of people are doing. Like a lot of teams are like, "How can we beat phase?" Like mm-hmm. what are they're trying to like match it up. Yeah. And I know some people don't like thinking like that. Like some people are just like you know just build the best team yeah. to possibly build. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like FaZe is like on their way to being a dynasty if they're not already a dynasty. Yeah. I feel like their ceiling is just higher than any other team in the league. I think so. I think that the if you're not thinking about how you make your team better to beat that team, mm-hmm. you're 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 not 
you're not thinking the right way. Whether you're trying to build the best roster I possible agree. or whatever, no, you gotta you gotta find the the anti venom mm-hmm. for that. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's it, they they had a very dominant year. The fact that 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 people weren't building teams to compete with my dynasty when that was the one that was going around, those also mind blowing, right? Mm-hmm. Because players, as you've said, have a lot of power. Right, and right. I, I for one, am, am happy that some organizations are are doing it the right way. I'm glad that some organizations come from outside of Call of Duty, where they don't baby their players the way that we sort of like take, you know, baby our players. Yeah. Um. So having that sort of infrastructure where, like, hey, it's like, hey, hey, look, look, I know that that's how Call of Duty's done, but mm-hmm. legally. I don't have to let you go anywhere. If anything, I can sit you on the fucking bench. Yeah. Yeah, some fans are going to be mad, but I don't give a shit. Like, what what are they going to do? Be mad and what? Not buy my t-shirt that they weren't already fucking buying? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... It just doesn't make sense, right? Um, mm-hmm. If you if you if you're if you're not building something to compete with that, like your job should be right now to not allow them to become the dynasty. Right. You should get in the way. If of that. they're not already a dynasty, that's a whole conversation in, in itself. Yeah. I personally think they're a dynasty. In mm-hmm. my opinion, I do. I've said this on the flank before. I've said on stream. I mean, I just feel like two years now, like their average placing is like top two, two year, for two years in a row. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty crazy mm-hmm. thing especially when you look down the list and look at the teams and look at the competition, especially with the rumored rosters that Mm -hmm. I'm all hearing, right? I put them all on the table. I look at all of them. I'm like, holy shit. Like, COD is just getting better and and better better and better. And some people are like, COD are dying. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, bro, if you think COD is dying, then you're not a fan of COD. Because, like, I'm, like, more excited than ever to, to, like, this next season coming up. Like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm ready for this shit. You know, Look, if if business didn't get in the way of Call of Duty the way that it's in the way right now, um, whether it's uh, it's relationships with networks or uh, whatever it is, whatever it is, if if business wasn't in the way, I think that we would be in one of the most exciting times in Call of Duty. Um, it wouldn't be as favorable to the players because they wouldn't be getting paid what they're getting paid right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think that where we're going right now, and look, I I I think that. That that face would have had the same amount of success on land that they did online. I do. I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sucks that they they they're gonna have that asterisk. I saw somebody talk, talking about Mickey Mouse rings. Like, what mm-hmm. is that? Because well, they, they were, won champs on land. Yeah, what they did. hundred percent. What did they listen? Those guys have two rings on land now. Yeah. Like a BZ Sam yeah. Stallion yeah. has a ring now. Alec has two rings. Like, bro, these guys are still so young. Mm-hmm. Like, Sam's average placing is like top two, top three since he's came coming to the league. Mm-hmm. Like, that kid is on board to oh, be yeah. one of the, the greatest. One of the greatest. Yep. One of the greatest for sure. But is being one of the greatest because of your talent going to be enough? Mm-mm. No, it might not. I think. I think. Well, Sim for me. Are you talking about like he needs to, like who's going to be the next scump? Scump is a is a different breed, man. Scump is like the perfect combination of talent, but also personality. Like, like bro, I know it best because I play with Scump, and I'm just like, I love playing with fucking Scump because mm-hmm. he's just funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I had him on GTA last night. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw Seth no. on GTA last night, but it was like fucking hilarious. Um, but it's just that's the problem is like finding that person who can do both. Yeah, right. And and Simp does well like uploading. Like he he's definitely consistent with it. Um, my critique to Simp would probably just be more energy, you know, add more energy to it. Um, but I, but if got, he does, that's not him. Right, right, right. It's, right. it's just it's, it content. It's such a fucking yeah. puzzle. Like, but then there's people like TP who mm-hmm. are like super monotone. Like people like that, yeah. you know. Like it's it's you just have to be yourself. Hundred percent. You know, just be yourself. I don't want Simp to be like not him. Yeah, me know? either. 
Like even for me on stream, like it'd be it'd be a disservice to him. I think that he would say yeah. if he started to switch up who he is, that's another job. Mm -hmm. you, you have to put on for a camera. Like you have to be not you on camera. Right. Like the 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 people on YouTube. One of the biggest mistakes is when they start acting on camera differently than who they are on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Because now you're sort of forced to act up. No, you just can't do it for a long time. Mm. Like, if I wasn't being myself on stream, I'd be miserable. Yeah. Like, it would be so hard to fake an act all the time. Some people think it is an act sometimes when I'm having fun. People just don't know me when mm -hmm. I'm having fun. They're just seeing it a lot more now. Bro, but, it, my, my hardest thing is not being angry. Not, not, not having the freedom to vent. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I mm -hmm. have so many opinions about so many fucking things that I, sometimes I find it tough to not, in, in the moment, Cause it's not, it's not. I'm not walking around like fucking wanting to yell at everybody, right? But in the moment where I'm having like, there's been times on the pod, on the optic podcast where I've just fucking let loose, and I just need to blow up. Mm -hmm. Matt, how many times have I done it? Quite a few times. <laughs> a few times but then we, we just cut it. Mm -hmm. We save it because what the fuck I was saying there, I'm gonna re-upload in three to four years, mm -hmm. and people are gonna be like, I wish we would have heard that from Hector. Yeah. I yeah. wish we would have heard that honesty. But that honesty comes with a lot of people suffering a little bit from from my, you know, from my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not it's it. But but it, it, but they would also benefit from it because they would be on a different path to go somewhere mm -hmm. else. So I'm constantly fighting. Like, can I be honest and say things the way that I want to say it? Mm -hmm. I think that m my personal personality would fucking benefit from me being as brutally honest. But with good intention right. to get that done. Yeah. yeah. And that's the difference with streaming and uploading on YouTube, too. Is like, there'll be takes that I'll say. Like, sometimes my emotions, mm -hmm. I'll say something. Yeah. And then after I say it, it's like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I also don't want to hide back. Like, I, I don't want to, like, be in my shell. Like, I want to express what I'm feeling. Like, I don't want to, like, try and be somebody I'm not. No. that's that's um, My advice to anyone who's trying to do this thing is, like, be yourself because everything else is you're gonna hate it you're gonna yeah. hate everything that you do yeah the Literally worst the everything. worst comments are the ones that think you're fake when you're being yourself you know what i'm saying like i i had it yesterday i made a reddit um i made a zoom off reddit mm -hmm. so every day on stream we'll also go through the reddit and stuff and like one of the posts is like this is all just an act like this is not how he actually is and i was like listen man like you can go watch videos of me when i was 17 18 like i was acting the same way i was yeah. doing the same thing now it's just i'm doing it full time now people see me every day you know having fun and people just you know just didn't know how i actually was yeah. you know but i don't know it's been good it's the, those who who aren't doing it are like the they like the best judges I think you know what I mean it's yeah, like they it's judge like, you they judge you yeah. it's like fucking yeah. beauty pageants yeah. right where the, here comes Mrs. or Miss Columbia and Miss whatever mm -hmm. beautiful women yeah. smart women uh -huh. but here you have a fucking ugly fucking dude <laughs> you know what I'm saying who would fucking you know do bad things to himself to be able to have a shot at mm -hmm. having even a conversation with them yeah. judging them Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have, like, not as attractive yeah. people saying, oh, like, her nose is not, you know, whatever. And I'm not saying that they're not good judges. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like... I just don't think we should be judging people. I just like, don't your fucking I, I, business. I, yeah, I just don't think there's a need to judge people. I think for me is the positives always outweigh the negatives. Mm -hmm. It's just not looking at the negatives. You have to just, like, block it out, you know, don't mm -hmm. look at it. You know, just be yourself and stay true to yourself because that's all that matters. Yeah. And it's, for me, you know, it's I it's way more love than, than hate, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I'm very lucky, very blessed. 
Well, man, I, I got to tell you, I'm, 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 I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. I'm so Thank glad you, that, that, you, that you've done what you've done because um, not only are you benefiting from it yourself, but you're also inspiring people that will eventually, hopefully, try to take the same leap of faith that you did and hopefully find the same success that you did. Because I do believe that there are there is still plenty of room for the next five years, for the next 10 years, there's still plenty of room for people to not only uh, reinvent themselves, but to define who they are and what role they want to play in this emerging esports space. Well, that means a lot coming from you, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. I don't like to hear that personally. The I mean, <laughs> listen, man, it's just being realistic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like people like you, Nade, I mean, you guys paved the way for us. You know, I was showing fucking videos of you and Nate shot to my mom when I was 17, 18, mm -hmm. trying to do it, mm -hmm. like to convince her. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, you know, it's crazy that I'm fucking here. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really think about it, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, just thinking back to, you know, a decade ago when I was showing my mom videos and Nate shot and, like, him with the Red Bull, I was like, look, mom, he's with Red Bull. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just crazy. So, you guys paved the way. And, you know, what I'm doing is wouldn't have been possible without you're, you're you and adding, everybody you're else. Adding, and, you're adding pavement to that way, dude. And that's what I want to do. I want to yeah. make a mark. Yeah. Like, I want to make a mark for sure. Yeah. Um, even with the subliners, like, you know, um, still with them, like, still doing my thing with them, I feel like it's good to be a part of a brand that I can help grow because um, it's very, it's fairly new. You know, it's very new. It's a two-year-old brand. Mm -hmm. So getting into something early, like, I was the first, one of the first people on it um, just to kind of build a brand. It's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. And you definitely inspired me. So thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Well, hopefully this won't be the last time that that you're on the podcast. Uh, so hopefully next time that you're here, you're at like fifty thousand subs, fucking thirty thousand people average. That'd be crazy, man. Don't, I mean, so it's don't give me the cold shoulder, motherfucker. You fucking blow the nah, fuck. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> man, of course not. But that's the goal: is, is to keep yeah. raising the bar and uh, yeah. just keep working hard. I, I think I think you have it well within you to to be able to do that. So. I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for stopping yes, by. Thank I know you, that man. I know that you woke up super early, so I certainly appreciate that. I know you got yeah. a lot of packing to do, so yeah. Uh, we'll see you there. Everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in. All of this information is going to be in the description down below. Shout out to our sponsors of the podcast today, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Cool.